0: What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City, alongside my very special guest. He goes by the Bait Coach. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We've been exchanging (laughs) emails, and I was very intrigued by what you what you do here. And when I heard Bait. Coach, I immediately put two and two together, and I'm assuming you mean masturbation.
1: Correct. Uh, Bait is just a shortened term for masturbation. Um, I coach men to sort of toss away uh, judgment and shame and uh, feel new sensations that they may have not felt yet. And um, yeah, I've been doing it for about uh, since 2016. And uh, I've been going to workshops uh, for men since about 2010, so I've been to a variety of, you know, massage workshops, tantra workshops, and I just sort of borrow things that I enjoyed and sort of do my own thing at my events.
0: Well, because at first listen, when I, when I think you, when someone hears that you're a masturbation coach, uh, didn't we all learn how to masturbate when we were young and
1: have been since? Right. So I'm sure there are skeptics out there, uh, thinking, why why would I need a masturbation coach? I masturbate just fine. Yeah. um, During the
0: day, during the night, (laughs) in the morning. In the shower. (laughs) So
1: what I would tell, uh, most men at my events is that, uh, A lot of men start masturbating the same way, um, and I'm going to share my masturbation journey. So when I started masturbating, it was very, uh, there was a lot of shame attached to it. It was quiet. It was rushed. Um, So learning how to uh, retrain the brain um, with my events is is crucial. So I've been to many um, events, particularly this one Tantra uh, workshop I went to. And it stuck with me. And uh, the instructor said, the three ingredients to a wonderful uh, sexual experience, whether it's masturbation or, or, or whatever else you would want to do, uh, the three ingredients are breath, uh, movement, and sound. And um, just the whole idea of combining spirituality with sexuality was such an exciting idea to me uh, that I thought, I need to explore this more. Um, In fact, I found myself sort of... So when I was single, I went to a lot of sex parties, of course. Um, It's what I did to sort of find myself. And I discovered that they were getting... I I wouldn't say I was getting bored of them, but they were losing their um, appeal. Uh, They were just getting more uninteresting the more I went. And when I discovered that, you know... There's something out there called Tantra where, where you can fuse spiritual and sexual energy together. Um, I would start masturbating to uh, nude yoga videos where men were very um, supportive of each other. There was a lot of, like, naked hugging and partner work, and that was so erotic to me. So I sort of surprised myself uh, that I was finding this arousing, that there didn't have to be any, you know, fucking or sucking. Like, there were just literal men hugging each other nude and and this was for your
0: own experience correct not necessarily for um this is before you got into teaching and so forth correct
1: yeah i would i would uh check out those events as well like partner yoga and um tantric retreats and such and um yeah some of it worked for me and some of it didn't and um I think that's sort of what you do in life. Like, you know, if some if something affects you positively, you keep the positive stuff and sort of get rid of what didn't work for you, I
0: guess. We've certainly featured a number of people that are inspired by Tantra on this show. And I've done my own work and research and in a lot of classes as well. And it's funny that you say that the sex club or the sex parties can actually become boring because to your point, I think you know it takes a lot of people energy and nerve to go to these sex parties to begin with and mm-hmm. then to find that you know, at the end of it, you're sort of like left bored. I can understand that because at a certain point it's a little like machines and yeah, you take what was at one point, you know, naughty and, and, exciting. and, and exciting is now sort of routine and, and you're kind of looking around sort of pulling yourself out of it, I guess. Yeah.
1: And and the thing I would say, I don't want to um, sort of naysay Shame. these parties because I, right. I still think they're exciting and fun, but what is missing at a lot of these events or, or gatherings um, is a disconnect. So men come to these events, and they just want to get off. Um, they're not even looking you in the eye. They just want to find, you know, a big hard cock somewhere. Um, and then it's a come and go sort of thing sometimes. Um, so with my events, I really try to emphasize um, connecting with each other, you know? And um, may I talk about my one of my most... Sec- successful events or one of the events that I started that, uh, became successful because some of them in the beginning were not great. Okay. Yeah. Please tell us. Okay. (laughs) So, so one of the events that I, uh, hold is the naked cuddle workshop and, um, it's called bait coaching, naked cuddle workshop. And And I've heard of
0: these. I want to just stop you right there because I had a friend of mine in San Francisco was talking to recently and he was sort of laughing at the, like, oh, you've heard of those naked cuddling parties. And I said, I was trying to be open-minded. And I said, I have. And I think they get a little ridicule. Um, what do you think of all that, the ridicule that people give to those kinds of parties?
1: Um, I would say don't knock it till you try it. I mean, I think people are hesitant to show up to an event like that because cuddling is so intimate. Right. I mean there are some men who would dive into sucking someone's dick before they cuddled with them. Do you know what (laughs) I mean? This is true. Yes. And maybe that's something that should be reversed. Like maybe we should be more open into, you know, allowing people to, uh, to see that intimacy or share that intimacy intimacy in a group setting. Um, but I also started with bait coaching because there's an expectation sometimes uh, I get a lot of questions like, how sexual is this? Um, you know, and it would be naive of me to hold a naked cuddle party with men and expect them to not get aroused. Right. So I also I also want to keep in mind that um, it can be sexual uh, with limitations. I always have um, a talk before we start, and it's usually like a no anal rule strict no anal rule and uh, respect boundaries so the trickiest part about holding these events is that i have such a wide variety of guys who come there are some men who've told me they've lost a partner a few years ago and they just like wanted to be held or hold someone and there are some guys who come because they want to come you know (laughs) they want to Ejaculate and get off,
0: uh, so, or others that are maybe exploring their intimacy yeah issues, who are afraid or of it
1: and just want to sort of like uh you know
0: kind of get a look it. Well, it in the eye. I think people never realize the power of touch, how big that can really be, literally the power of just being touched by another human being and and how the many layers that you can explore with that
1: yeah, exactly, i mean I really want to coach men into being more thoughtful in their touch, you know? So I do a demo, um, sometimes before we start and I have someone lay on the floor and, um, everyone's gathered around and I touch this person on the floor really quickly, like just like sort of graze them really quick. And then I touch them again, very, very slowly with just the tips of my fingers, just like caress the side of their body very, very slowly, just tips of my fingers. Um, And I believe these, this touch is called arousal state touching. I think I learned that at a a tantra event. Um, And I asked the gentleman in the center, so tell me what the biggest difference between the two kinds of touch were. And he would say, well, the first touch was super quick and it didn't seem, I didn't feel anything and it felt like the person didn't really care about me. Like they were just sort of going through the motions. And then the second touch felt a lot more thoughtful. Uh, It made my body sort of quiver, um, and and it just felt like there was more intention behind it. And that's another big buzzword is intention, you know? um, I tell a lot of guys, when you come to my events, um, it's okay, it's like a bonus if you do want to come towards the end of the event, uh, but don't let that be uh, your main intention for this event. Like, have it go a little deeper, you know? Right. Right. you know, there's so many places in New York where you can find that quick come and go. And I really wanted to hold events where it was something unique, where, you know, guys were encouraged to dive a little deeper into their masturbation, into their touch, you know.
0: Maximize it yeah. and and get a little bit deeper with it. Um, one question, though, about the, the cuddle parties. Is that an, uh, the example you just gave, the touch, is that sort of a prelude into, do you kind of work up to the cuddle? Is yes.
1: Um, oh, I want to, uh, I would love to talk to you about my undress ritual. So oh, it's, yes. taken a, it's taken a couple of years to perfect, but I think I've got it down. And
0: this is all in those cuddling
1: yes. party workshops. Yes, that and I also hold other events um, that have a different theme. You sure, know, I, we'll talk about some of those. Yeah, so uh, I usually start all my events uh, the same with this undress ritual of mine. So we all start clothed, and I have music playing. It might be spa-like and just very relaxing. And I hand out blindfolds. So everyone is blindfolded, clothed. I'm liking this already. Yeah. (laughs) And and the reason why I give them blindfolds is because um, men are very visual. Right. And sometimes they're too visual. And it's sort of distracts them from enjoying their other senses and having them flourish. So um, when I when I take away sight, um, their other senses start to flourish, and, and they can sort of concentrate more and not be distracted by, oh, my God, I hope I get hooked up with this guy or partnered exactly. with this guy because he's so fucking hot. Um, so I just try to take away sight. So everyone's got their blindfolds on, got music playing, and I take them through a little... Um, breathing exercise, breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth, Uh, notice any tension in your body, and um, let's say if you have tension in your face or in your shoulders, just with every exhale, get rid of that tension, or or imagine it sort of leaving your body. Um, And then we go through a little bit more of that, I won't get into it, but um, we come to the undress part, and I tell them, uh, I'm gonna come around the circle, I'm going to place my hand on your shoulder. I'm going to ask you one of two questions. And it's going to be either, how do you like to masturbate? Or what do you love about cuddling? And I feel like it's easier for them to answer blindfolded because nobody's like, you don't have, you know, 10 sets of eyes.
0: Chances are these people don't know the person standing right next to them. And and this is their first chance to be vulnerable in front of a group.
1: Yeah, and it gives it more of like an anonymous feel. Right. You know, I can say what I want and nobody really can see me, you know. So I touch someone's shoulder and um, a lot of them... Will share how they like to masturbate, how they like to cuddle, and and it turns out that a lot of these men actually do want that connection. They that that's what what's missing, and they they'll say, "I really enjoy like feeling a warm body pressed up against mine, looking into someone's eyes." And I also share this too. I always go first because okay, I, right. I, don't, I don't want people to to be uh, nervous. So I, I actually go first. So I say, you know, I like looking into someone's face. I, I love seeing a smile on their face. Uh, I love hearing noise. I love making noise. Um, I love my nipples played with. Um, I love to kiss um, if it's consensual. And so I go around the room and, and ask every person um, that question. Well, either how do you like to cuddle or, or how do you like to masturbate? Um, And after each person speaks, you slowly remove one article of clothing. And that's the entire room. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So after each person speaks, everyone removes one article of clothing. And I remind them, you know, when you are undressing, think of these clothes as heavy weights, you know, being lifted off your body. Because, you know, it's also armor. armor. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So I'm sort of slowly guiding this group to be more and more exposed and uh, to free themselves of clothes, of labels, of whatever. And, and speaking of uh, freeing yourself, um, all my uh, events are body-inclusive. They're age-inclusive, race. Um, so I really encourage all types of men to, to come to my events. And, oh, I forgot to tell you this. Uh, before we do the undress ritual, um, I ask everyone in the room what they love about their body. Like, you must tell me one thing you love about your body. I mean, tell, I like me your, that. tell me your first name and then, like, one thing you love about your body. And sometimes it's very difficult for people to answer because they've never been asked that question. And um, I mean, I think it's really good
0: that you have everybody s- state that and, and almost not force them, but that is one of the first rules. The other thing I like that you mention is that Your events are open to, you know, it's crazy that we have to say this sometimes, but all ages and races, um, there was a party that somebody reached out to me, a sex party, on one of the apps recently, and said, oh... Can you unlock? And if so, then I'll, you know, if I like what I see, essentially, right. I'll send you the email to this private party. And so clearly they're handpicking via right. the app. And I mean, that's fine, I guess. And, you know, but we see a lot of that exclusivity yeah. versus um, I think it's really good with events like yours that are helping us more.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, again, that's your prerogative. Like, I actually started working with a group that, um, screened based on age and body type, and it just didn't sit well with me. It, uh, it felt a little toxic, so uh, I'm at a place now um, called Daddy Retreat that's uh, completely inclusive of, of all types of men. And um, Also, you have to remember that there are men out there who... I mean, I assume there are straight men who come to my events or men who are not out yet, who have never been around other Bisexual gay men. men? Yeah, bisexual oh. men. So you need You need to really set that precedent that this is a a totally welcoming place of all types of men, no matter what your background is, whether you come from a country where you know it's illegal to be gay, um because yeah, we just need more of that welcoming energy, like everyone's included
0: and the other thing is as uh, one of our other guests had said, finn dearheart is is that it's a workshop as well, so people are coming to you you are the bait coach. So Mm -hmm. people aren't necessarily coming to get off and and get out. They're coming to you to lead them through some hopefully rewarding new experiences. And so it's more as much as as it's revealing and vulnerable, you are getting things hopefully in this workshop individually. And and that's why, you know, it's not like let me see everybody else who's in this room so I can decide if I want to stay or not. It really should be a workshop for that's personal.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people will take away different things from my events. You know, someone might leave an event thinking, Oh my God, I didn't know it was possible to make that much noise while I was masturbating. Like maybe they're inspired by seeing someone else masturbate like a crazy person and just doesn't give a shit of how they look or whatever. And I've, seen it all. Like I've seen guys who make monkey noises while they're masturbating. They're guys who like snort like pigs, guys who just want to dance around naked. Um, there's one event I have called bro Bait, where it's just sort of like guys who are very into hyper masculinity. Oh. And there was one dude who came, uh, this young guy, you know, mus- muscle guy, and all he wanted to do was just flex naked while guys masturbated to him. And it was so hot.
0: Wow. And
1: so I like to change it up, you know, and, and just give a variety, you know, and again, that, that event is not, um, it's still welcoming of all types of bodies. Right. Like bro bait is more like a mindset. So you don't have to be like a bro, you no, know, you can hear be you. whatever yeah. age, but just the mindset. Like we're here to talk, you know, bro talk and sort of flex for each other and, you know, put on that sort of, you know, show for each other and it's fun. Can
0: you talk a little bit about, you just mentioned it, the sounds that we make because we were talking on our recent show, one of my co-hosts, Jeremy, he said this on the show, so (laughs) he wouldn't mind me restating it, but that he is not that um, different from many of us. Many of us grew up masturbating When we were younger, at our where our families live, we couldn't be loud. In Jeremy's case, he was always he was like a early bloomer, Uh so he had to sneak into various parts of the house, and he learned to to masturbate with no sound Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Same here, and I think a lot of us do. And so, um, can you talk what you've learned and why these workshops and the importance of sound when you are. Pleasing yourself essentially.
1: Right. I had a similar experience. I, I would hide and, and be very quiet. And when I discovered my voice while I was masturbating, like it really freed me, you know. It can be um, dirty talk, it can be just moaning or sighing. And I would say it's just something we aren't given permission to do often at when we masturbate or, you know, we have neighbors, we have a family, you know, like, uh, or we have a partner who, you know, y- you may be a little hesitant to show your true colors sure, around your partner. Sure, it's not convenient, appropriate. Yeah, um, but I would say, and this is something that I enjoy the most, like I am very verbal, I'm very uh, noisy when I masturbate and it seems to be well received by guys who who come to my events. And uh, it sort of just gives them permission. Um, and it fuels, have you ever heard of the term bait fuel? I have not, no. <laughs> okay. So bait fuel is just like something that fuels your masturbation. So if I am looking at you while you're masturbating and I, you know, give you a little, yeah, open up those legs, lift up those legs and show me that, you know, man, cunt and, or whatnot, you know, dirty yeah. talk. That'll fuel this person into diving deeper into their, their like carnal, you know, I don't even More know. More of a heightened experience. Yeah, it's, it's heightened. It's a heightened um, experience when you bring in sound. Right. Um, and of course, movement and breath is great too. But but uh, I think sound is, is really what propels people to sort of get out of their heads. Um, and it's kind of amazing to see a room full of masturbators sort of just making crazy noises and moving around. It's just such a (laughs) freeing. freeing, yes. It's a freeing experience, and it's not something we always get to do. I know there are other um, masturbation parties, and and you might feel a little insecure if you're someone who likes to just moan or or sort of make noises, you know? So it's just a freeing experience, and it fuels everyone else.
0: Can you talk a little bit about the spiritual side and how you incorporate that into your... Because I think... Many of us um, often feel that you know is quick. Maybe people feel that they over-masturbate. I think some of the things that you offer and in, in, in other people I've spoken with is that getting in touch with the power of touch and connecting a little bit more or maybe using some of these tools that you share with us in the various classes that can be transferred into our sex lives, with our partners or with new partners, it's gonna only help, you know, um, get these relationships a little bit deeper. But talk a little bit about the spiritual side and the connection that you try
1: and explore. Sure. Um, I wanna discuss one activity I do. So uh, I think it's in my prayer group, Phallic Ritual for Men event. It's it's a moment where everyone's masturbating, but you're not allowed to touch each other. So eyes are open. Eyes yeah. are open, and there's this energy between people. You know that's I, I can't really explain it, but when when you're masturbating in a group with men and you're not touching, you can you can feel that energy. You can feel um, that. Heightened experience that that goes beyond f- physical touch, right? Do you know what I mean? And and it's so hard to explain because, um, yeah, you you. I mean, can imagine and uh, just uh, you know in my head yeah. how how
0: heightened it would be and how what a turn on it would be as well. And you're kind of getting the okay cues from everybody. In that room to explore a little bit deeper, I'm assuming in these are they led by yourself, kind of
1: yeah on a yeah, I lead, and I really make sure that I start sort of at a three and then hopefully by the end of the event we're at like a hundred because right. um, I've also been to events where things start at a hundred and it there's nowhere else to go right so so I really make sure. And, and you need to start slow also to to sort of build build it up, because not everyone's coming um, feeling comfortable. right. So you're sort of breaking down their barriers a uh, little by little, and eventually, you know, at the end of the event, they're, they've shed that armor that they came in with. Um, and yeah, and it's just it's just super heightened. Um, I, I want men to not have to think so much while they're masturbating. So to really get into that sort of almost barbaric state where you're not, you don't even think of yourself as a man. You just think of yourself as this animal sort of in heat. And again, it's just another way of freeing yourself. And I don't know if that's translated into, you know, the spirituality aspect of it, but definitely like the... um Non-human aspect right. of of master- I mean, we're animals, you know. Right. We're like we're horny animals, and um, communal masturbation. Man, it's pretty
0: pretty great. I think one of the things that probably taking your courses and what you offer is that it expands and lengthens the amount of time that how we approach masturbation, how masturbation can lead into our own sexual relationships, and We've talked to other people on the show. It sounds like you are also facilitating that. It's just the power of the touch, you know, working instead of immediately going to the, the penis and whacking one out, if you mm-hmm. will, you're ex- lengthening this process and... Uh, res- having us respect our bodies even more? I yeah. Mean, can you talk a little bit about that? The the time that you are encouraging people to take and the respect for their bodies?
1: Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, what you just described is self-love, you know? There you go, yeah. I mean, how many times have you masturbated quickly? And, you know, you know you've...
0: Turned on that video or... Turned on that video. Yeah. And
1: you've ejaculated, but, like, it didn't even feel satisfying. Right. So I tell my guys who come the longer you edge, the more impactful your orgasms can be. So, you know, things can get heated soon, but I always tell people, um, you know, just pull back, pull back. You know, if you're getting to like a 90% um, about to come, just stop masturbating and just pull back and then start edging a little more. And the more and more you do that, the more impactful you know that release will be and it and it can be explosive i mean i've seen guys sort of get into this like almost possessed like writhing on the ground and just like screaming and i hope neighbors you know don't get mad where we are but um (laughs) i've seen it and and it's like really powerful because it's just this release Right. Um and I know guys who also do some cum control whether, you know, they they don't cum for a week or right. a few days. Uh, that's actually something that I need to improve <laughs> on because I love masturbating and sometimes I'm like, maybe I should should wait a few days or hold off for a little bit, you know. Right. <laughs> How does that work out for you? Um, well in my line of work, I guess yeah, not right. so well. It's part of your
0: it's your job <laughs> profession, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um that's really great. So uh, I was looking at some of the other uh, programs that you offer. Um, what is this thing called the Goon Room?
1: Okay. So there is this fabulous website that I have discovered in the last, I don't know, a couple of years maybe. It's called Bait World. You know, have you heard of Bait World? I have not, no. You haven't? I know. Oh my I know.
0: I'm so like out of it sometimes.
1: So Bait World has been sort of described as the Facebook for male masturbators. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Write it down. (laughs) Check it out. Um, And it's it's very similar to Facebook because there's like a feed and there's a profile and um, you can host events. And um, it's just men who enjoy masturbation and enjoy exposing themselves in that way. Uh, You know. Right. uh, Not in a creepy way, but, you know. Yeah. It's consensual. Like people are enjoying their pictures and you're, you can it's comment on it. I'm, yeah, yeah, 18 and over. That, yeah, um, Everything's legal. Right. Um, and it's just a way for guys to connect. I mean, very there's cool. guys all over the world. And I didn't, there's a, it's still very underground. I feel this term gooning. Writing yep. um, uh, that note down too. Go ahead. It's, <laughs> oh God, how do I describe it? It's um, getting to a point. I think I sort of touched on it where where you're masturbating to a point where you're where you're not even human. So like uh, your 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 facial expressions can be eccentric. The sounds you make um, almost animalistic. Almost animalistic. Uh, your movement. So it's just like you're 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 not even thinking, and it, your penis is doing all the thinking for you. So your masturbation is sort of. Um, uh, telling you how to respond as far as like body your face your 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 noise that you're making so everything is coming from the feeling radiating out of your penis so and that can come in different ways so everyone's goon is different um, So you really are thinking with that head right yeah. <laughs> <When> they say <laughs> Yeah <laughs> and also a lot of
0: gooners enjoy poppers Okay so um, we've had a, somebody on the show popper play and he talked a lot about uh, edging with poppers, and he was talking about doing it online. So I'm wondering if he meant, you know, Bait World or what. But possibly, yeah. I this, mean, I'm referring to Luca Xx people, and he was on our show before, so you yeah, check yeah. That. Um, so it's still
1: yeah. a very. Uh, it's not. It's it. I learned the term goon from from Bait World, and uh, if you just search it on Bait World, you'll see examples of how guys like to goon out, that's sort of the phrase they use. Um, They goon out on poppers and they just sort of, you see them like drooling and just like subhuman behavior um, I guess it's actually well, ex- kind it's of jarring to see, but it's, again, very right. freeing because who who the fuck cares how I look? I just care how I feel at the yeah. moment.
0: Yeah, forget about the <laughs> O face you make. This is like way beyond that. Um, it reminds me, too, because I, I've done um, BDSM mm-hmm. work before recently. I had a, a master, Joshua, who's been on our show, flogged me, and he, again, like... The, all of the play we're talking about, you build up to it. So, especially with a flogger, he had a crop at one point. So it went from light touching, kept building up, and it was like a 45-minute session. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine the build-up. And he brings it down and touches different parts of my body. Ultimately, I was letting out a lot of. We filmed it too, oh,
1: so the hot. sounds
0: that I was releasing were not sounds that I would normally make. In right. Fact, in this situation, it was very emotional to the point where after, he, you know, I was kind of almost in tears a little bit, in a good way.
1: Because it was so overwhelming, emotional, I would guess, Emotional, and right? I was
0: outside of myself, just much like I imagine Gooning would be too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think men have to sort of not care how they're being perceived when they show sexual expression, right? because it sort of limits you. So whatever that may be, whether it's getting emotional and maybe being near tears or uh, making noises that aren't even like human, um, just allow yourself to go there. And I feel like there are so few places where you're given permission to go there. Right. And and that's so cool that you experienced that. I mean, you must have tapped into something new.
0: Absolutely. And and one of the things, you know, he did was there's that whole aftercare that he checked in with me. I was fine, but yeah. I think it's a good thing to always do because you are tapping into deeper parts of yourself, your sexual parts and Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: I think what you're doing too, just that whole allowing ourselves, giving ourselves permission to kind of go there and explore. Mm-hmm. That's why I love having guests like you on because sex is so much more than just what we've been taught and what, we've what we see on porn. See or even just going, you know, everyone loves a good sex party. But exploring these things in some of these workshops, I think is so healthy.
1: Yeah. just You're just finding out more about yourself and and what sort of makes you tick. I mean, if I didn't go to these... Workshops, these retreats. As a a young gay man, I would not have have um, discovered my true sexual self. I mean, I'm still learning too. I, you don't stop, you know. I'm, I'm still growing. I still learn from participants who come in, and and I think, you know, wow, I've never seen that before. Is that
0: one of your favorite things about being a coach? Yeah. Is that it's reciprocal in somebody? I mean, you are, I imagine it's rewarding for you, some of the stories. Yeah, it is, because,
1: I mean, I feel like these men are being completely exposed and and trusting me to guide them, Uh, and it, it may be a side of themselves that literally no one else has seen. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. And... And I think I, I take that very seriously. So I, I do check in with people as well. Afterwards, if I see someone who's maybe, you know, there's always time for free form play at my events, like 25 minutes at the end of the event where you can sort of do what you want uh, right. while still respecting boundaries. And if, if somebody is sitting off to the side and, like, not engaging, I'll come up to them and I'll ask them. And and sometimes they'll let me know that they're, they're just cooling down. And, um I've gotten a mix of, of of different responses. One one gentleman was triggered by a past, you know, sexual assault. Um and it was something very simple. Like it wasn't even anything that we did that was jarring or right. out of the blue. He was just triggered at that moment from from like a word that I said or something. Um and I checked in with him and he was fine. He like he he just left the room for a little bit and came back in and And then there's another guy who messaged me saying he was a sex addict and was wondering if my events would be something he would enjoy. And, and, and I am not someone who is licensed, you know, a licensed therapist or whatever. So I, I, I told him to, you know, reach out to, um, some professional help. If you, if you do have a therapist to check in with them, cause I don't know the answer to that. You know, right, I don't right. want to fuel your sex addiction, you know? Exactly. So I do take it seriously. There's all sorts of guys who come, guys who are not even out guys who frequent sex parties and want something more. So, So that's, it's very tricky, but it's always interesting because every party will be different because there are different people who come, there's different energy. So that's something that I also look forward to, um, is being enlightened by the men who come to my events, you know? Nice. Yeah. Never stop learning. Never stop growing.
0: I like this. Okay. So for (laughs) people that want to find out about you and go to your
1: events, where should they go? Uh, they can go to the meetup page. Uh, it's meetup.com slash daddy retreat. Uh, you could also, uh, email me at the bait at gmail.com bait is spelled B A T E. Um, and I'm also thinking of doing, um, an event where trans men are sort of celebrated like a masturbation party for trans men, because I don't think there are enough spaces for trans men. I know Inferno does, um, a Here in New York party. City. Yeah. yeah, I think they they have something like that. But there are so many, you know, cis gay parties that um, that's something that I'm pondering. So if you're a trans man out there and, and um, a masturbation party with cis and trans men together sound interesting, interesting to you, then shoot me an email.
0: Hey, Tags Podcast listeners, your host, Steve Rodriguez, letting you know, thank you so much for recent pledges from our Patreon page. I want to shout out to Christopher, who became a power top. Bruce P. as well, who became a power bottom. Adrian and Kevin, who both became power tops. This, by the way, has nothing to do with or without your sexual preference, although maybe it does. At any rate, we want to thank you for becoming Patreon members and taking advantage of our special offer all month long through the end of Gay Pride. And I'm extending it to July 4th. Become a Patreon members and take advantage of our special offer. Not only will you get extra special sexy perks like our dark and dirty after show and some swag that we will throw your way. I'm talking buttons, stickers, and our brand new baseball cap with our brand new logo. So become a Patreon now. Now through July 4th, take advantage of our special offer. Go to Patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. Mr. Bait coach, as I'm calling you right now, (laughs) thank you so much for doing this and really enlightening our minds. I've said before, I want to continue to have um, guests like yourself because you're really helping us explore our sexuality it's, we know we all love a good, just whack it and, or go to the sex parties and so on and so forth. But there's so much more to our sexuality. And I think you're at one of the forefronts helping us do that. So Thanks. thank you so much. Of course. And once again, um, say that email again. So people, if they want to email you.
1: Sure. It's thebaitcoach at gmail.com. Uh, bait is spelled B-A-T-E. Sounds good. Thank
0: you. I'm going to check out one of your events. Thank you so much. Thank you.